I am, yes I am, magnificent, wise, incomparable, brilliant, holy, and as you probably have guessed, not Tobias. I am Adamus St. Germain, and you are not. <laughs> Welcome to the New Year, Chambre. If you could come to such a point that you could speak of yourself as I speak of myself, it would truly be a time of enlightenment. When you could not feel uncomfortable, when you could actually take ownership in your own magnificence, as much as I take ownership in my grand magnificence, you would find that it is not an egotistical thing, it just is. You'll find that there's nothing to be ashamed of and hide from and have to do this uh, suffering, humble act, that you could proclaim to all the world that you are magnificent. And you think here for a moment, but how shocking would that be for your family and your co-workers to hear you walk in and say, I am here, I am magnificent, I am that I am. I am grand, and I am holy, and I am exalted, and I am sovereign, and you are not. <laughs> but perhaps we have arrived at that point, Shambra. Perhaps it is time to get off of the old trail and get on to the new. It gives me great satisfaction to proclaim my magnificence. Why can't you proclaim yours? You afraid what the others are going to say? Perhaps it will get a little bit of energy moving. Perhaps it will bring up a few issues. Perhaps it will cause a few um, energetic collisions. But perhaps it is time to get off of the old way and enter into the new. To take that kind of ownership in yourself where you're not ashamed to say that I'm excessively brilliant and good-looking, when I'm creative and imaginative beyond all others. So you see, it pushes a few buttons here. You find yourself cowering down in your chair a bit. St. Germain, I don't want him to pick on me today. I don't want him to bring up my flaws and faults. Oh, I am going to today. I am going to. Indeed. So. We begin a new year, but much more than a new year. We begin a new era. Now, there's not a specific um, point in time that this era begins. You can't say that it starts today. It, is, it has been in evolution and process for thousands of years. Remember? Remember how 2,000 years ago you helped to bring this to Earth? It has been evolving and expanding ever since. And it comes in now, this new era. I'm going, to, I'm going to christen it the consciousness era. We move beyond the Christos era, which was the time of bringing in the divine seed, the time of beginning the birthing process for the integration of the human aspect of you and the other aspects of you. So we move now into the conscious realization of this integration. A realization that, indeed, there you are God. 
You are God also, and you are God. There's no need to separate any more from the, from the humble human sitting in the chairs and the grand magnificence of all that you are, a part of you that is God. Oh, get rid of the old concepts of God if you truly want to understand who you are. Tobias has talked at length about that. Getting rid of um, the image of God as, as a man, as all-powerful, all-knowing. I have to tell you, God doesn't know everything. God doesn't want to know everything. <laughs> Get rid of this whole image of God in a judgmental state of being. Image of God doling out favorites to only some of his people. That is not God at all. As we have said before, that is the energy virus. That is stunted and warped and decaying human consciousness. And that's what you've been worshiping. That's what you've been giving your money to. You make those donations to the churches and look what they perpetuate. That insidious energy that is, um, that is destroying the very fabric of the divine human. So we enter into a new era now. Let's, let's just begin it in this moment. An era of conscious realization about who you are. No longer holding off this um, divine aspect of yourself in some other dimension or some other place, but bringing it in, inviting it into the room right here and right now, but without the old perceptions of what that is supposed to be. Some of you think that when your divinity comes in, suddenly you get very psychic. Suddenly you can do as I do, transmute stones into gold. Suddenly you know everything and everybody worships you and admires you and puts you up on a pedestal. That's a very old concept of divinity. The concept that divinity is everything and can do everything. You might as well let that out the door right now. Divinity is something indescribable, infinitely personal, beyond anything that you could have imagined it to have been in your old consciousness. Divinity, divinity is delicate, but yet it is enduring. Divinity is gentle, and yet can move mountains. Divinity is wise beyond a wisdom the mind can have, but yet divinity understands nothing of your intellectual nature. It doesn't care about your intellect at all. doesn't want to know it. Its greatest, greatest enemy has been the mind. The greatest blockage to the divinity coming in has been your reasoning and your logic about life. Reasoning and logic have a place in your third dimensional reality. It has a place in helping you to operate equipment, learn how to use your computers, write your software. But it doesn't have a place in trying to fathom the depth and the nature of your soul. It can't. It can't. We move beyond all of that now in this new era, the era of consciousness. And it begins now. It begins right now. It's going to be an amazing year. Call this the year of the quantum leap. About nine months before this date, which has 
numerological significance, astrological significance, but most of all, consciousness significance. We're going to talk today to you about this year, about the changes that you can expect and who you are. First, let me take a moment to um, relay this message. Tobias is off today visiting his shell body. (laughs) As he has told you before, there is a biological body that has already been birthed waiting for his spirit to come into it. Part of his spirit is there, of course. But the majority of his spirit is is waiting to come in so he can continue to work with all of you from the other realms, continue to encourage you and support you in your journeys and your projects and your creations. Every once in a while, even the angelic beings, even the grand and mighty angelic beings such as myself, (laughs) we have to get away from earth for a little bit. The energies are heavy. They're very tiring, even even when you're an exalted being. It becomes a little heavy having our energy always around Earth. You know, there's a there's gravity as it relates to the physical dimensions. If you drop something, it will fall to the ground. The principle of gravity. There's also a spiritual gravity. The closer you get to human consciousness, the thicker and stronger it gets. It pulls energy into it. It sucks energy into it, just like a black hole will suck energy from the cosmos into it. That's what human consciousness does. does it to you every day, but you're so used to it, you don't even notice that this consciousness gravity is just pulling you in more and more and more, wanting to make you part of it, wanting to have you conform to it. You're learning to break free of all that. You're learning to be sovereign, but yet... As you have discovered, there's some issues about detaching from all of this. So, Shambra, we get tired once in a while because hanging around Earth can do that. It can pull our energy out. So Tobias is on on this brief sabbatical and be coming back in less than a week to talk to you about two very important issues. New energy business. It's an important issue because business is the new government of the world. Business will also become the new religion of the world. Now, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about business in terms of the transference of energy, the input-output of energy, the interrelationship between human beings, and most importantly, between countries, the ability to, to imagine, to create, and manifest. This is what the actual core energy of business is all about. Many of you are going to be getting into that this year for the first time, or in a new and different way. Tobias will talk to you about how the energies of business change in this new era that we are in. He's also going to talk about mental health, actually more about mental imbalance. What are the reasons why there are those who are schizophrenic? multiple personalities, what you would call mentally deficient or retarded. What is the core energy behind these? Is it karmic? Is it environmental? Is it self-inflicted or inflicted from the outside? Stay tuned to find these answers. (laughs) Our dear friend Kathumi, who came in last month to 
make a statement probably more profound and prophetic than many of you realize. Philosophy is dead. Philosophy has a um, very old and sordid background. It has uh, been responsible for some very interesting evolutions of human consciousness, but also for some very distorted beliefs, beliefs that humans have have latched onto and held onto. And then, as you heard earlier, when a human adapts a belief, accepts a belief, then they manifest it, many times subconsciously, occasionally consciously. But you are, your environment, your reality is is the result of how you build your belief systems. And we're not saying to be without belief systems. It is nearly impossible up to a point. That's a whole other discussion. But what do you choose to believe in? Do you choose to believe in the goodness of humanity? Or do you choose to believe in their dark side? Do you choose to believe in conspiracies, that everybody is out against you? Well, they are. (laughs) They are. So have your wish, and therefore the world will conspire against you. Do you believe that uh, you are a victim who has no power of your own? Then it shall become true. You see, you're that grand. You're that master of energy that you can create anything. You create this illusion that you're just a human. You create an illusion. You pretend that you don't know what death is like. You pretend, sitting here, listening in here, you pretend you don't remember your past lives. So therefore, you don't. Belief systems make up everything. Belief systems, some can be more in truth or in alignment than others. Some can be closer to your your true soul passion, your soul energy. Anytime you adapt the belief system, or create one for yourself. It, it is like a factory. You've just put energy in. You've created the the working manual for your little consciousness factory, and then you start churning out your product or the reality. Belief systems are everything. Some of you struggle with belief systems. For instance, you you try to create them in the mind. You're you're playing with yourself in your head. A belief system is what you feel not what you think. You go in and say, well, I believe in being abundant, but yet you don't feel abundant. You feel that the world is um, controlled by a small few, which it is, who give nothing to others, which they don't. But you forget to (laughs) believe and to feel that you don't have to play that game with them. You can create your own game. So, belief systems are everything, Shambra, and Kazumi came in to talk about this whole concept of philosophy is dead. Playing in the mind, trying to analyze and figure things out, trying to say some um, some lovely little words to make sense of basically nothing but belief systems. Time to dispense that. Time to let go of it. Time to live an experience. Time to go into into what you choose and desire rather than about all the barriers and things that will hold you back. Kathumi, delightful Kathumi. His energy is very present and will be all during this year. 
He will be your inspirer. Your inspirer. He is so good at that, much better than I am. I have a different role with Shambra, which I'll explain in just a minute. <clears throat> you're, going to be, you're going to be asked this year, uh, perhaps challenged this year, to do things. And as you heard in the earlier discussions today from the Shambra who are venturing out now, there are roadblocks. There are, there are issues that come up. Kathumi is going to be there inspiring you. He's going to be your cheerleader, your coach. He's going to be your motivator. He's going to help you bring in inspirational energy that is, by the way, all around you right now. You're just choosing not to feel it or integrate it. Kathumi is going to take on more of an active role with Shamba this year. He's been, he's been off in the other regions of um, the dimensions much of this past year, helping to balance things, having to do with your spiritual families, having to do with essences of you from a long time ago, helping to create some new bridges and links so the energies can open up and flow once again, both in your reality here and in, the, in these other realities that you, you not, are not consciously aware of right now. But now that his work there is done, now that these conduits have been opened up to allow the flow of what you would call your true self into this reality, he's going to be here as your inspirer, working closely with you in so many different ways, giving you a creative boost, giving you, helping you create and solidify your vision helping you to see a grander picture of the way you work and the way all things truly work. Kuan Yin. Kuan Yin has been very quiet, sometimes not so quiet, mostly quiet in the background. Kuan Yin has stood for compassion. Kuan Yin has stood for the energy of Isis, the feminine aspect. Now that you are allowing yourself to be feminine, masculine, joined together again. You're going to find her energy is going to shift and change this year. She's going to go beyond compassion. Compassion is, of course, the total acceptance and honoring. She's been working with you and working with the Crimson Council to help you understand the sense of compassion. Can you accept, compassionately accept, everything about yourself, instead of trying to reject it, instead of trying to bury it, instead of trying to deny it, can you accept everything about yourself and everything about the world around you? Can you accept that there are tribes and countries that choose to war? Can you accept that there are people who choose to die in combat? Can you accept that there are those who choose to live in poverty? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That compassion is the total acceptance of all that is. Kuan Yin now, this year, in the new era of consciousness, is going to be working with you with this foundation of passion, compassion and now saying, now what do we do? 
Now that you've accepted yourself wholly, completely, now that you have compassion for every other human and you honor their path and you honor their choices, now what are you going to do about it? Now that you have this foundation of balanced energy, compassion with yourself, what are you going to do? What is your next step, Creator? What do you choose? And you're going to hear that song of Kuan Yin throughout this year. And now what? Where do you want to go? How do you want to get there? And what will you do once you arrive? So between the energies of Kuan Yin, Kathumi, and of course dear Tobias who continues to continues to open new doors with you, occasionally for you. Dear Tobias, who who has that grandfatherly, wise, and very loving energy, but yet, yet Tobias helps break down more doors of consciousness than any other being I've seen. He throws out prayer. He throws out meditation. He throws out all those which are frivolous, all those things which were founded and based on very old energy and old belief systems. Who else can walk into Buddhist temple on Wisak and say, meditation is over. Enough of that. Nobody but Tobias. And he says it so lovingly and gently, perhaps I need to take a few lessons from him. <laughs> and people just go with it. So it's going to be quite an interesting year. Let's begin this year by taking a breath together. Not just the year, but this era. Hard for you to realize sometimes that we're into a new era. You see, time, consciousness, they're all like a gentle river. And the waves of the river and the currents underneath just flow through and over each other so very gently that all you see is this beautiful river, but yet tremendous changes in energy movement are taking place. That is what is happening right now. That is what is happening right now. So let us take a deep breath together as we begin this new year and this new era in humanity. And if you would allow me to take you and to be with you, as a group of Shamba right now, to expand the consciousness in this moment. Allow me to take you to a place that I visit very often. doesn't have a name, doesn't have an identity that you can relate to in the human terms. Call it the other dimensions. Call it the special place. I call it um, sometimes even Angel's Peak, because in this consciousness that allows me to have a greater perspective, a greater views, almost like standing on a mountain peak, looking out over the land, over the villages. Sometimes with an expanded consciousness and perspective, you get a much different idea of who you are, how things are going around you. So if you're willing, if you're ready and able, Let's open this energy up and expand. Don't force it with mine, by the way. All that it will do is 
actually stop it or inhibit it. You just let it flow. We know how to work with the energies on this side, the non-physical. Take a deep breath and join me in expanding out the energy from this now moment through the dimensions and to this place I will call Angel's Peak. You're not leaving your body to get there. You don't have to. You can stay in your reality. Just expand out to this new and different energy. This energy, uh, Angel's Peak, gives you a much broader perspective of what's happening in your life. Sometimes you tend to get very self-absorbed. I'm not talking about taking care of yourself. I'm talking about self-absorbed in terms of constantly worrying, constantly trying to figure things out, constantly analyzing, indulging yourself in suffering, indulging yourself in very difficult and thick energies, indulging yourself in pity. It's not about being self-indulgent. It's about taking care of yourself. You see, blur the lines there. Get self-indulgent, and then you do forget to take care of yourself. You've chosen to stay here on Earth right now. You've chosen to be here in this evolution of, of eras. You need to take care of yourself in every way. Take care of your body. Take care of your material needs. Take care of your needs for, for love from within yourself and from others. So for today's discussion, let's just expand your energy out to this, this place of different perspective. Sometimes you get caught within the energies and it's very, very, very difficult to get unstuck. Now here in this energy, again, the mind serves a purpose, but we go beyond that. We go into a different type of consciousness or realization. We open up to things you haven't felt or experienced in a long, long time. A different way of doing things, a new way. That is the title of our talk today. A new energy, a new way. Humans, you, humans in general, tend to get very much into old patterns, and they repeat the patterns over and over because they're so focused and sometimes so self-absorbed, and they're old issues they don't know any better. They keep repeating over and over. They never bother to stop and say, is there a different way? Is there a new way? Not just a new trick in the hat, but is there a new way? And the answer is emphatically, Yes. I tell the story of how I was trapped in a crystal for 100,000 years. I was looking for the traditional or the old ways to break out of this crystal. I was looking in my bag of tricks, everything from brute force to intellectual or mental force to wishing. I did a lot of praying in that crystal, a lot of praying. None of these worked because they were they were the old tools and the old tricks. 
I got out of the crystal only when I went totally out of what I thought was myself and looked for a new answer. It didn't come from God. God didn't give a damn about me in the crystal. It didn't come from another human. It didn't come from anywhere else. And it didn't come from my old bag of tricks. Talk about that more in just a moment. But let's talk now about about this year you call it 2007. It's a nine year. Not that you're bound by the energies of numerology or astrology or any of these things, but they do have an influence. They do send out a little message. A nine year completion. There are numbers that are be difficult to explain here, but also um, numbers outside of your uh, immediate third dimensional reality that play in here. Numbers that come together, m- mathematics that come together right now in this time. So in addition to this being a nine year, there's many other what you would call cosmic mathematics taking place. This is like a, a type of fabric or a weaving of energy that makes it right now that makes it so appropriate to go into your next level. Nine year, year of the quantum leap, a year when everything speeds up so fast in terms of technology, in terms of of energy movement, in terms of even consciousness. Everything speeding up very fast on your earth. Something has to give. Something has to change. What changes is the very nature of the way energy works. It takes a quantum leap. That ultimately affects consciousness, which ultimately affects creations, and ultimately affects inventions, discoveries on Earth. But in this process, particularly when you hit a nine-year and you hit a, a number of completion, it also causes a, a type of cleaning house. So we take a look from our perspective here on Angel's Peak, overlooking the world, overlooking consciousness and humanity. And what do we see? We see that, first of all, most humans aren't even aware of what's going on. They're just surviving. They're so self-absorbed, they're so into their own victimness and limitations, they don't even notice what is going on. Some of them feel things, they get inklings, they know something's changing, but generally what tends to happen is they they take that as a bad omen. You see, when humans get feelings, they take it as a bad omen. They try to resist the feelings. Feelings come through many times as uncomfortable. They feel perhaps stressful or and some of the belief systems, a feeling, anytime a person has a feeling, they equate it with uh, what you would call darkness or an outside energy because they've been trained and programmed not to feel. So then they try to push down that feeling. Sitting here up here on Angel's Peak looking out over humanity, most people aren't even aware. That's all right. We honor them for that, but we have a group here called Chamber that a long time ago asked for something different, asked for more, asked to rediscover the fruit of the rose within themselves, asked for this time of change. 
So we have all these dynamics playing in right now. New energy now first starting to come to earth and be available for those who are willing to use it. We have many, many old belief systems about religions, about um, government, about the relationship with God, with all of these things. We sit up here on Angel's Peak and we look down and we say, 2007 is the year of collision. It is the year of collision. Now that could show up in many different ways. You see, you have energies that have been opposing each other for a long time. That's your, the basic nature of human reality. Duality, opposing energies. And these energies are always trying to discover themselves by opposing or playing off of each other. Some of you want to sometimes wonder, why don't we have peace on earth? Because you have duality. And duality creates conflicts. You know how little children are? You put two little children together, two little five-year-olds, and they play for a little while, and they discover something about themselves in the other person. But after a longer period of time, they'll generally start to fight. It is energy colliding. It is energy trying to discover more about itself. So the kids fight, not that there's anything wrong with the fighting. They are in a stage or in a phase of discovery. Discovery. They played, they discovered something, now they fight and they discover more. They get tired of fighting, trust me, they'll get tired of fighting. And then they'll go into what you would call a type of peacefulness or acceptance. It is the natural way energy works. You've seen it work that way within yourself. Over eons of lifetimes, even in this lifetime, first playing, exploring yourself, and then when you want more depth, you start dividing and fighting with yourself to the point where you finally get tired of that. You come to a point of acceptance of yourself that allows the energies to totally change their interrelationship. It allows the energies to dispel with this thing called duality. It allows the masculine and the feminine to join back together. It allows the dark and the light to reintegrate. It allows the acceptance of everything. And then when these energies are at that point of acceptance, they're exhausted in the old way, willing to move into the new. That's when real creation real creativity really start coming back to the forefront. But as we see it, humanity in general, collision. This year, collision. You're going to see churches, for instance, colliding with each other. They've been trying to be polite for a little bit of time now in the history of humanity. They had to try to <clears throat> pretend to honor each other's um, belief systems, but basically behind closed doors. They, they cussed and cursed and made fun of the others. They felt they were right. They, they had the righteousness of God behind them even. God, picking one religion over the other. They've been holding back for a while, but the beans are going to spill this year. Energies are going to collide. You've seen a little bit of evidence um, recently by the new pope 
a little slip. What happened? It ignites a fire. The fire was put out, but only temporarily. (coughs) Energies are going to collide because that's what they do. That's how they energies learn about each other by this type of collision. Energies are going to collide in, in terms of things like governments and businesses. It's going to have its trickle-down effect, you might say, into the day-to-day lives of humans. They're going to find themselves colliding with their own belief systems. Typical human has um, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 3.7 million primary belief systems at any one time. I have studied this. I have monitored it, and we have those on the other side who pay very particular close attention to this. 3.7 million belief systems existing in that brain of yours at any one time. You have the incredible ability to partition all of these different belief systems, pulling up the appropriate one, or two or three or four, when you need them at a time. You're constantly shuttling in and out belief systems that serve the particular purpose. Behind the 3.7 million primary, you have many, many secondary. It almost goes on ad infinitum, or ad nauseum, as I would say. (laughs) These belief systems are packets of energy, and those packets of energy have been suppressed for a long time. Those packets of energy are going to come forth right now, and within individuals, you're going to see a collision with their own internal belief systems, belief systems about what is right and wrong, a belief system about how physics works, for instance, a belief system about their bodies and food and everything else. And you, as well as I, know what happens when belief systems collide. causes an explosion, doesn't it? You're going to see this. It's going to be very prevalent. You're going to, over and over again, this word collision, you're going to see in in the world around you. A little bit different than a battle, a little bit different than than conflict. We don't want that word as... Conflict isn't as appropriate as the word collision. You're going to see consciousness colliding with consciousness in the world around you this year. And then you're going to see how that manifests. Manifests on the very simple and symbolic um, nature, such as a collision, two cars crashing into each other. It is a manifestation of two people who have very conflicting belief systems within themselves that are attracted to each other. They might never have had a past life together, may not even know each other, and don't have any particular energetic connection, but they're both on a collision course and they're going to find each other and smack into each other on a very basic level, a car accident. You're going to see the collisions taking place this year with um, haves and have-nots. Haves and have-nots. The haves are going to have more. That have-nots are going to not have. And you're going to see these two groups coming together in their own type of collision course. The world is set up right now for the haves to enjoy more and the haves not to have less because of belief systems that dictate and that 
shape and create how the energies flow through. So you're going to see more of a um, more of a separation in the energies, just when you thought they should be coming back together. In a sense, you're going to see a separation, but anytime you see a separation of anything, understand it's like uh, two ends of a rubber band. They're separating, but what happens is they're gaining a momentum and a force that smacks them back together again. And that's what you're going to see all around the world this year. Collisions of energies. Nature has her own way of colliding energies, generally to serve a purpose and generally to serve humanity. You're going to see some of that this year. You're already noticing as we begin this year very early, strange and unusual weather patterns. No, we're not talking necessarily catastrophic. We're not talking about uh, end of the world scenarios. We're talking about energies that have been separated and actually strung out from each other, pulled apart from each other, almost artificially, and now letting them pull back and they're going to collide. The collision of energies causes some very interesting things to happen. Causes the two separate elements to have to reassess themselves. I'm going to take the example, for instance, of the light and the dark, a subject that uh, most groups won't even tread into. They won't talk about darkness because they're all light. They feel if they talk about darkness, they're going to somehow inadvertently attract the, the darkness and be taken over by the darkness. That type of belief system in itself should help you to understand the fallacy of the, the whole belief system. The dark and the light have been separated for a long time. It's also what you would call the negative and the positive energy. Tobias has talked in depth about this, what they really are, what they really represent. But in terms of mass consciousness, they have been separated. They have been pointing fingers at each other, particularly that energy of light, wagging its finger at the dark, talking about how bad it is, how evil it is, how it must be wiped off the face of the earth. The separation, the pull, goes more and more and more. Again, it's almost like loading, like loading two energy elements into a, into a closed-loop slingshot, if you would. You load the light in one end of the slingshot and the, in the band and the dark in the other end, and you keep pulling them apart, stretching them and stretching them. Sooner or later it has to give. And it gives, particularly as we move into a new era, and it gives with a type of uh, spiritual and, um, what would you say, uh, the intellectual mathematics that are taking place right now, this is the give point. It snaps. The separation can't go on any longer. The energies come back to each other, racing into each other, somewhat determined to change or annihilate each other in the process, and then they collide. And then you have what? You have true potential for change. You have a true explosion of energy that allows a clearing of some very old and stuck energies and belief systems. You have a potential like you never had before. The potential can go unnoticed. 
Everybody could be focusing on the explosion and forget about the potential. Everybody could be focusing on who is right and who's wrong. Was it the light that did that or the dark that did that? Was it the certain country that created this problem or the other country? Was it somebody in your family, your spouse that created that? So, so much attention gets focused on the fault. Again, this whole concept of being self-absorbed, not seeing the big picture. The big picture is that the energies could no longer stand the separation, been stretched to their limits. They come back together. And now in that moment of collision, many things can happen. A new energy pathway has been created in the collision of the two opposing elements smashing back into each other. An energetic pathway that allows in an energy that exists in a different dimension. Current understanding and the current consciousness of dimensions is very, very crude. Very crude and very rudimentary. Many humans equate it with being simplistic. Um, We have the third dimension and the fourth dimension, the fifth. It doesn't work like that. Dimensions are an amazing thing. It's a flow. It's a swirl of energy. Dimensions don't necessarily know limits or boundaries unless they have been structured that way by the human belief system or consciousness. But what happens here, you have the collision of energies taking place in a very profound way. Let's call this the collision of consciousness taking place. At that moment of collision is the potential to bring in new energy from the outside, from another dimension. Now, this could be you personally. It could be you as a company with others or group. It could be Shambra. It could be humanity in general. Collision takes place, potential for a new energy to move in right then and right there. It is also the potential in this explosion of the consciousness elements that have collided. It is the potential to clear out old structures, energies that have been suppressed, hidden, buried, locked away, distorted, perverted, all the rest of these things. You have a beautiful moment here that is taking place, but a moment that goes unnoticed to most humans because, again, what are they focused on? The drama of the collision. And we see, uh, we paint this picture here. They're focused on the fire. They're focused on the, the earthquake. They're focused on the drama. You see it on your TV. They go up and put a microphone in somebody's mouth. How does it feel to watch your whole neighborhood blow up? The drama. What they don't see is this beautiful moment of collision that is taking place that sets up an unprecedented type of energy exchange, an unprecedented ability to shift into a whole new level. It sets up the quantum leap. And that is what is going to happen this year. Collisions everywhere. They don't have to be bad collisions. Collisions can sometimes mean these energies come racing back at each other. Take a look at your own masculine and feminine energies. See, they've been apart for a long time. 
It's like this beautiful scene on the beach. The sun is going down. The waves are slowly rolling in. She's at one end. He's at the other. They notice each other. They race, race across the sands to be in each other's arms once again. Two things going to happen. When they join together, when they arrive at that moment of collision, of moment of conscious reuniting, they can smack each other in the head really hard. They can both fall down unconscious on the ground, get back up and start throwing sand in each other's face and calling each other's names. Or, or they can fall gracefully into each other. They can even be so graceful as that the skin doesn't resist the skin, the bones don't clash on bones, that the energies just swoop right back into each other. That is a collision also, you see. That is an energetic collision of, of opposing energies. See, it doesn't have to have the drama. It doesn't have to have the chaos or the pain or suffering. It can be a bringing back together, but in that moment that is a collision, a consciousness collision, in that moment also sets up a potential, an explosion of energy that could cleanse away all of the aches and pains and the suffering and the tears of the separation, that can clear away all the years and the lifetimes of bad habits. I can clear away the accumulation of wounds and scars and layers. I can clear away all of that that is no longer needed or no longer serves the new entity. So the collision in that beautiful moment, we'll just freeze it in that moment. You see, the energies have smacked into each other. They have remelded and reunified. And now in this, it's called a ball of collision energy, which can be very graceful. This ball of the beautiful melding of that masculine and feminine energy that have smacked into each other. That is the key point right here. The light and the dark collided with each other. They bring in the depth, the brilliance, they bring in everything. They've collided. Let's just freeze and stop in that moment here. Feel that energy. It doesn't have to be chaos. It doesn't have to be annihilation. It doesn't have to be harmful or painful. Take a look at this ball of energy. Because contained in this right now, as the elements come back together, collide together, it's created an explosion, created an energy of fuel that is now, now creating a myriad of new potentials within it. It is, the, it is a type of womb, creation womb that has just taken place by the collision or the reuniting of the energies. In this beautiful moment, which you can, by the way, at any time suspend it or just freeze frame it for a moment, 
If you feel it, a variety of new potentials are being created. The the independent or the separate energies had a limited number of viable potentials on their own when they were separate, when they were not harmonious with each other. But when they collide together, the potentials become nearly unlimited. In the old energy, you were always carrying around a certain number of potentials or choices, potentials uh, for what could happen to you in your career or with other people. But because you were in a limited belief system and consciousness, you had a limited number of sub-potentials that could occur in your life. That's why uh, what you would call a reader or a psychic could sit down, and all they were doing is reading your potentials. A limited number, albeit, limited number of potentials, but they were reading into your potential field. But it was limited. It was based on a very old, energetic, mathematical, and spiritual template or process. A limited number of things that were available to you because you were operating in a limited consciousness. But now, energies collide. It changes all of the sub-potentials that the individual energies by themselves had. Let's say the light, uh, we'll use this very basic example, the energy of light, let's say it had um, 500 potentials in its immediate potential field based on its beliefs, based on energy input and the ability to uh, output energy and the dark energy on the other end of the spectrum, had 500 potentials in its base as well. Don't quote me on these numbers. I'm giving an example here. It had 500 primary potentials to choose from. Limited number, actually, quite limited. 500 potentials is nothing. Each potential was a different scenario, a different uh, route or a different path. Each potential held a certain amount, but a limited amount of implementation energy. If you look at each potential as a a type of bubble, it's also a fuel cell. It is is basically the most viable path that could be um, actualized or realized in the third dimensional reality. You've got a light energy of consciousness with 500 potentials and a dark energy of consciousness with 500 and now they come slamming back into each other. What is the sum total of their potentials? Not 1,000. And not even 500 squared, but it is a number that uh, there is no reference uh, in the human math right now that would even help to understand it, but it is millions and billions, potentially, of potentials. And the interesting thing is the potentials aren't just mirrors or aren't just uh, extensions of the old potential base of energy. The new potentials that are created in the periphery of the collision of the two consciousness elements is a quantum leap in itself. It goes beyond what either of the individual elements of dark or light could have known by themselves. 
this energy in collision has just gone into quantum leap. And that is what this year is about for everyone on Earth. It is a physics, uh, what you would call a spiritual or omniversal physics that is taking place. It is not necessarily a belief system. It just is. It is the way that you have worked to construct the universe and bring it into physical form. The potentials that occur in this bubble here of the collision, where we froze frame right when the two energies smacked into each other, the potentials are nearly unlimited. And there's the potential to bring in what we call new energy. So instead of just the sum total of dark and light coming together, we now have something far, far grander. Here's the caveat. Most humans will never understand that new potentials have been created. They're going to focus on the drama. They're going to focus on the collision. They're going to become once again self-absorbed, whether it's even a worldwide event that takes place or something right in their home. They become self-absorbed. They become blind to what is going on because they're only looking in one place. They're only looking in one small, tiny place. They're only seeing the collision or the accident or the drama. But you, Shambra, like me, are brilliant. You're going to see that when these energies collide, whether they do in a very um, big and uh, um, explosive way or whether it is more of a subtle or a silent type of energetic collision, you're going to see that in this moment, even in your own life, in this moment, oh, there are gifts of new energy. There are gifts of understanding your true self in a way you've never even comprehended. You're going to understand that in this point of collision, that there are potentials, there are pathways. There are abilities that have never, ever, ever been present before. You're going to understand that there are new ways to do things, whether they are old things or new things. Now, you're going to say, but wouldn't everybody be aware of this? Isn't that energy going to be available to everyone? Indeed, it is available, but they're not going to be aware. Again, because they're focusing on the old energy, the old pathway. They, in a sense, don't want to open their eyes to it. They want to focus on the drama, the grief, the suffering. They want to do anything to distract themselves from their mundane and boring and uncreative lives that they're living right now. But you, Shamba, are going to see it as an opportunity. It's an opportunity. You're going to see the potential in all things. And then you're going to have your birthright your right to choose what you want out of those potentials. Now, you may say, but this is going to be rather confusing because instead of just a small handful of potentials, there are going to be millions or even billions in some cases out of just one incident. One incident. You're going to say, but how do I choose? Well, here a very natural law comes into effect. 
Take a look at your desire and your passion. Not the one that comes from your brain, not the limited human one, but your desire. What feels good? What is it that you want? What would make you feel like a creator, empowered, sovereign? What would make you feel joyful? When you go into that, not what you think you need, but what you feel you choose, you see. You get all screwed up when you start thinking thinking about what you need, because you go into immediate um, energy of limitation, immediate energy of survival. Get over that one. Go into what excites me, what is my passion, what is bold, what moves mountains of my energy. And when you get into that level, that uh, what I'm going to call a very selfish level, not self-absorbed, but being into yourself, all of a sudden the potentials, the millions of potentials out there, start reshifting and reshaping themselves. Some new ones will come to the forefront, ones that aren't into the energy of your desire and passion. They step backwards. You see, the energy comes forth to meet and greet you. And now instead of millions of potentials to choose from, now the primary ones, the ones that resonate most with you, move forward. And now you have it down to a point where you can make a very um, simple decision. What do you choose? I'm going to point out one thing to you here. Choose something. Something. Maybe you feel five potentials, or ten, or a hundred potentials amongst the millions that are there. Potential, by the way, is an energy, a true, literal energy, that basically becomes the guide, uh, your guide, your energy, to the unraveling and the manifesting and the making into reality of something that you're choosing. You pick the potential for instance, of um, a business, creating a project, something on a different level, perhaps even you could say you pick the potential of just being able to open and expand your energy. Any, any of those things. Don't get overly caught up. But at this point here, when the energies, the potentials have realigned themselves, the ones that are most suitable and adapt, uh, suitable and uh, have the best resonance with your heart's desire, come to the front, pick something. If you don't, you're going to die. Indeed, you will. You will die because these potentials are there to serve you. And if you don't choose them, they're going to go away. And when potentials go away, again, view potentials as bubbles. When these bubbles go away, you're going to go away too. When your spirit and your consciousness sees that there are no potentials left, it basically signals the end of your physical existence. It also plays real hell when you get to the other side. If you don't have any potentials, um, create some very interesting dynamics on this side. Choose something. Don't ignore the potentials. Choose something and go with it. Ride it. It is the winged horse, you see. It is the horse, it is the symbol and the energy of this new era. 
Hop on it and write it. While you're writing it, you don't have to control it with your mind. While you're writing it, if fears come over you, understand that that fear is natural. It's another collision of energy taking place, and use it to enhance the journey. As you're riding this new energy potential, this white-winged horse, allow it to evolve, allow it to expand, even while you're riding on it. And as you're riding this new energy horse, oh, it is a magical, magical horse. It was designed that way. As you're riding it, you're going to see yourself soaring off. You could almost feel the path ahead of you. But as you're Soaring off, and as you're observing how your path is going, <coughs> you're going to notice something. <coughs> the path before your very own eyes is going to expand. It's going to expand. You see, you're going to be on this, this horse, this new energy potential, riding it, having fun with it, creating with it. And right when you think it's going to take you in a certain direction, you're taking yourself, riding this potential in a certain direction, it's simply going to expand, open up, and reveal even more of its energy to you in that moment. It's not going to be a linear, singular path that takes you from point A to point B. It's not going to be like the old theory of the shortest distance between two points. It is not a straight line. It is an unfolding of new potential and new energy that takes you off the path of any straight line or any line at all. I'm talking to you somewhat esoterically, somewhat um, anecdotally. It is difficult to relay some of these concepts. It's difficult to share with you what true new consciousness is until you hop on that horse, the horse of new energy potential. Your horse, by the way, not mine. You feed it, you clean up after it. <laughs> it is the new energy potential, and it's now available to you right now. There, there are phenomenal aspects of this um, of this of this new energy, the phenomenal aspects of this new era that you're going into. And I'm going to tell you right now, new era, new way. New era, new way. This is meant, by the way, this is this is um, how do you say? This is a physics. This is scientific. This isn't theory or philosophy. This is specific. Uh, what you would call interdimensional physics that are taking place right now. You can literally plot it and chart it mathematically uh, up to a point, because then we go off the even the math scale of how energies work. New era, new energy, new way. What does that mean? It means that you use the same old ways the same old solutions, the same old um, tricks all the time. You get into trouble, you go to your old bag of tricks. And as long as you keep going back to the old bag of tricks, you're going to continue to have old problems. You use the same ways for doing things day after day after day. 
for resolving issues, for handling challenges. New era, new way. I come to you today, as you have already noticed, in a new way. I'm not talking to you from right here. I'm talking to you from here. The energy that I transmit is different, and the energy of Shambra is different today. So this Shaud is different. New way. So many of you, anytime you uh, hear the emergency bell go off within yourself about any issue in your life, whether it is um, handling a broken down car, handling an issue with bills, you go back to your old way. You go back to a very linear way of solving problems. It's actually, I can't even say a way of solving. It's very uncreative. You're just trying to pull out the same old tricks out of the same dirty hat. And the new energy, it changes. And there is a solution. There is a new way, and it is dramatically different than the old. Well, how do you access that? How do you bring that in? Well, don't call me. It's your problem. <laughs> I mean that lovingly. It is your situation. It is your making, is your creation. So what do you do? Well, you take a deep breath to start with. Get out of your mind into yourself, and you explore. You explore. Instead of going back to the same way of answering the same old question, how do you, how do you deal with an angry boss, for instance? Well, generally, the way you've dealt with it is you go back to your old bag of tricks, keep your head low, say something nice, uh, find a reason to be out of the office. You're going to now have a whole new way of dealing with the situation, but you have to take a breath first just to discharge or to uh, uh, um, reactivate uh, the way you've been doing things. You allow yourself to open up and expand. You allow yourself to look, uh, discover a greater answer, an answer perhaps from Angel's Peak here, an answer with an overview and a perspective. Now, don't be surprised if you take that deep breath and you allow yourself to choose the greater answer, choose the new way. Ten minutes later, your boss doesn't walk in and fire you, because that is a new way, isn't it? It sets you free. It lets you go. You see, you have expectations about the way things should work. You've been so linear for so long that you actually know the result. You, you have come to have expectations of the way things work out. There's very little, if any, surprise left in the human consciousness anymore. Everything's so predictable. Everything's based on yesterday. That's how you create tomorrow. Follows one step after the other in a very, very similar way. But right now, in this new era, there is a new way. It's going to frustrate you, and it's going to confound you, and it's going to anger you at times. Because you're searching, you're searching in an old closet with some really bad clothes for the answers. Clothes that went out of style a while ago. It's going to confound you because you're going to say, well, how do I put these pieces together and still look hip, still look um, in? Go to a different closet. 
That's the problem. You've been going back to the same closet over and over again. Don't you know there is a different closet? Well, duh, you say. That easy? It is that easy, Shambra. There is a new way. There's a new closet. There's a new pantry. There's a new part of your mind, even your your intellect. You haven't even looked at because you've been going back to the old part of your mind over and over again. There's a new way of doing things and the new energy, and it exceeds any of your expectations. So don't have any. It's only going to frustrate you. It exceeds any expectation, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Now there's one other thing I need to point out about this new way, is it is unpredictable. Unpredictable. See, humans have gotten into such a, a rut and a pattern, even though they complain about it, they dug themselves in, but you use the same old solutions day after day, you look in the same places for the answer, lifetime after lifetime, you know the outcome before you even implemented anything because you're operating in such a predictable, linear, and limited way. The new way is unpredictable. You're not going to know the outcome before you start on the journey. You're not going to know where this winged horse is going to take you. You think it's taking you from one side of the lake to the other. It's not. Unpredictable. It might take you right down into the lake. And when you are plunging into the lake at a hundred miles per hour, and you're afraid for your life, and you're afraid that you and the horse are going to get smashed to bits and pieces as you crash under the surface of the water, and then you're going to drown after that. It's unpredictable. Unpredictable. And perhaps you're not even going to feel the water, because perhaps you're going to shift into a totally different dimension in consciousness right at that point of impact, that point of collision. You're going to literally move exponentially out of the old linear path. The new way is unpredictable. Some of you can't handle that. Your creatures, your predictable creatures, you are routine creatures. You're sometimes very um, boring creatures at that. You get up each day, you dress yourself the same way, you feed yourself the same way, you read the same newspaper, you listen to the same bullshit from other humans day after day after day. You are so predictable. I know, Tobias wouldn't talk to you like this. You are so predictable sometimes that it is frustrating for us to work with you. You are so afraid of change, but yet, I thought I heard that prayer, dear God, I want change. It's here, right now. The new way is unpredictable. The new way is unscientific as well, at least until the point that the science expands its consciousness and is able to understand what's happening. Some of you would call the way of the new energy to be chaos, because nothing seems to make sense. Input, energy input, does not equal a predictable result. And that, that is the true old energy um, 
formula. Energy in equals predictable output. And that is the way you have been operating. The new energy is different. Energy in, for one thing, doesn't necessarily exist. It doesn't have to be input. It is potentiated and it is activated. It doesn't need to be put in. You're used to having energy go flow into a machine or a appliance or something. Energy flow in in a predictable outcome on the other end. When you plug a fan into the electric socket, the fan starts turning and you get a predictable volume of air. And you're used to that. You're comfortable with that. And your life is like that. Energy in equals predictable output. Now, in this analogy, you don't plug anything in. It just is. Energy is already there and available. You don't have to draw it from somewhere else. Once energy is given permission to be activated or basically brought into this dimensional arena and, um, and discovered or, or activated, the result, the output, as you would say, is unpredictable. And that's going to confound you at first. It's going to seem like confusion. That fan blows the wrong way, perhaps. That fan is erratic, sometimes blowing hard, sometimes blowing soft. The fan could actually appear to be moving and blowing no air at all. And you're going to be confounded and you're going to want to go back to your old energy, predictable, boring ways of doing things. Take a moment, though. Stop. Take a moment. Take a deep breath. Something is going on here. What appears to be chaos is not chaos at all. It is new energy. It is expansion. You're only looking at one aspect of that fan. Come here to Angel's Peak for a moment, to this new perspective, this overview. Take a deep breath here and look at what's really happening. To the human consciousness, could appear that that fan was malfunctioning. Take it back to where you bought it. Cuss the thing out. But take a look what's happening at many, many different levels. At first, what appears to be chaos and confusion, now as you take a deep breath, a gentle breath, all of a sudden you're going to start seeing what's happening. Energy is going in and out of dimensionality. Consciousness is shifting and moving in and out. Everything is changing at multiple levels all at the same time. Your fan is no longer linear. There's an effect happening on many, many different levels. The outcome would appear to be unpredictable until you expand your own consciousness, until you sit here on Angel's Peak, and then you'll discover what's really happening. Then you discover the beauty and the joy and the simplicity of your creations. New era, new energy, new way. Year of collision. And for you, Shambra, in particular, the year of potentials that were previously unknown but have always been there. You are grand and magnificent.
Some of you are even approaching my grandness and magnificence. You are, I have to say, you are so stuck sometimes. You are so self-absorbed and pitiful and victims and pathetic too. That's a good word. Any others from the audience here? Any others we should throw into this bucket? But you know, the charming and beautiful thing about you is you are so ready for change. You are so ready to discover other parts of yourself. You're so ready to get out of the the bucket. So ready to move beyond. You see, most other humans are still well, they're lemmings. They're still just going in circles and just following God knows whatever comes along and promises them nothing. And you, Shambra, in spite of your limitations, self-imposed by the way, in spite of your fears and your boringness, you want to change. You want it different. You want to make an impact on the world and you want to discover something new for yourself. We're going to bring in the energy now as we come to a conclusion of this wonderful dissertation of mine. We're going to bring in the energy of Archangel Raphael. For a good reason. For a good reason. There's for a new way. Raphael has been a, um, a true standard of energy, a standard of walking through fear, a standard for going beyond the comfort of your your home zone, the comfort of your uh, your set consciousness. Raphael helps to expand the energies, primarily through the transmutation of fear. Primarily also through the transmutation. This is a funny story. Raphael not only helps to transmute fear, but he helps to uh, transmute laziness. <laughs> and uh, we chuckle at this as we're saying it because, um, you see, there was a story that was published a long time ago, a story that is told over and over again all around the world. A story of my dear friend Tobit, who you know as Tobias Sr., and of the young Tobias, the lazy Tobias, <laughs> the fearful young Tobias. In Tobias Sr.'s um, wisdom, he brought in the energy of Raphael to accompany young Tobias, lazy, fearful Tobias, on his journey to recover some money for Tobias Sr. He knew that young Tobias would would need the company and also a little bit of wisdom along the way. Also somebody with some common sense and some balance. So he brought in the energy of Raphael. Well, together young Tobias and Raphael went off on a journey that wasn't about recovering money. It was a journey about discovery, about transmutation of fear, and about getting off his dead ass and getting out and doing something for once in his life other than hanging around the house, Caldra. <laughs> it was a beautiful story that took place so, some 25, 2600 years ago. The story comes around again. It is time for another journey. This time it's not about laziness and not about fear. This time it's about activating potentials previously unknown. It's about going beyond comfort zones to be able to choose 
a new potential and to play with it. It is about taking the energy of collision, the collision of old opposing energies, and being in that moment of creating new energy and new potentials beyond your wildest dreams. So Archangel Raphael comes in. He's going to be working with all of Chambra in your new journey, and symbolically Raphael is going to be working with Mr. Bennick on his journey, Chambra's journey. Raphael will join with Mr. Bennick right now, and he will be with him every moment, every day, every night, every lonely moment, and every inspired moment on his journey. For we now start the new story, the new story of the Archangel and the journey. Mr. Bennick is not Tobias, he is himself, but he represents the heart and the love and the desire of Chambra as he goes out on his journey. So let us take a moment here and bless this um, this traveling duo here, these two who go is out, one representing the human, the other representing the angelic, one representing discovery and the other representing support and nurturing. So with that, Dear Mr. Bennick, we give you our blessings, and we look forward to the new story of On the Road with the Archangel taking place. With that, ladies and gentlemen, Chambra and everybody in between, it has been a delight being here to celebrate the opening channel for this new year of the new energy with you. Take my words lightly. <laughs> Take them in good humor. Take them for what they are intended to do. Shake you out of some of your old comfort zones and let you know that there is a new way. Oh, indeed, a much better way. This new way, by the way, is much simpler, much more efficient. The old equation of the uh, quantity of energy in has a limitation to the quantity of the energy out applies no more. It's like a whole new manufacturing process that doesn't need a specific amount of input to equal a specific amount of output. Throw that equation away. And the new energy, the way, is much easier. I am grand, magnificent, royal, and beyond approach. I am Madame Saint Germain. Yeah.